This episode of Critical Hit is being brought to you by Harry's. Listeners, if you check out our show, Finally Friday, it's our live streaming show that I do every Friday at our YouTube channel, Major Spoilers Video, you will see a very hairy face. Why? Well, because I get so busy during the week updating the website, running, exercising, editing, putting uh, shows like Critical Hit together that I run out of time to shave. But Saturday morning, I pop out my Harry's razor and oh, I get a good shave at a great price. Now, Harry's makes just one razor with all you need for a close, comfortable shave. Five German-crafted blades. It's got a flex hinge and a lubricating strip. Quality guaranteed. And best of all, they will fully refund you if you're not happy. I did say they have a good price, too. Factory direct prices. They cut out the middleman. No upcharges. Half the price of the leaving brand. I love using the Harry's razor. In fact, this week, I actually surprised a lot of people. Used it twice this week. I'm just trying to keep a good close shave. Now, Harry's has a really cool starter set called the Truman. It's a great option for new customers, and it's an amazing deal. For just $15, you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razor. Plus, there's a special offer for our fans. That's right, that's you. Harry's will give you $5 off your first purchase with the promo code CRITICALHIT. That's right, CRITICALHIT. Go to harrys.com right now. You can do it while you're listening to this show. Go to Harry's right now, H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com, order your Truman set, enter the code Critical Hit at checkout, get $5 off, and help support the show. Stop compromising. Give Harry's a try today. Get a good shave at a good price. Thanks, Harry's, for supporting this episode of Critical Hit. This episode is brought to you by Major Spoilers VIP members. Thank you for your support of Major Spoilers and the Major Spoilers Podcast Network. If you would like to become a bronze, silver, or gold VIP member, go to members.majorspoilers.com for more information. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing this episode with a friend. Everybody's here this week, as always. Yeah. You're here this week, and that's what's the important <laughs> thing. So let's get back to the story. Right. Um, so last time... On Critical, Critical Hit! Hit. Uh, what did happen last time on Critical Hit? We went and got some breakfast at the nest. Yep, that's it. <laughs> some I, terribly disturbingly named fish. <laughs> I spent some time with uh, my friend slash contact. Right. So uh, we'll start up uh, basically with a meanwhile at uh, what happens uh, at the market. So it's all on fire and these guys are like just surrounded by coil tanks. I'm just kidding. That, that's um, No, that sounds about right. No, yeah, that, that sounds no, perfect. That, just, just, just skip ahead. Yeah, Let's just skip ahead. Yep. That's uh, a little too on the nose. So uh, you guys uh, go to a nice market. <laughs> there are people trying to sell you things like um, some glowing orbs. You know, if you need to like read and stuff. <laughs> um, there's also a lot of different types of fish. Um, 
and also a lot of different types of seeds. Like they're selling a lot. There's like multiple stands that sell seed and nuts for planting or for eating. Uh, they seem to be for eating. Might not hurt to get a little bit of extra snacks. <laughs> sure. Um, as uh, Randus is looking around, uh, a guy um, motions to him. He's like, hey, hey, you look like you've got discerning taste. Uh, yes. Have you ever tried and he looks left and right zebra mushrooms can't say i have oh buddy <laughs> well zebra mushrooms are the latest thing uh in the central continent all of the strange uh savage tribes that uh live there use it in their cooking and it is uh, adds this very exotic spice to everything. Hmm. Okay, uh, how much you uh, want for these mushrooms? I'll tell you what. I'll give you this bag for two silver. You try it out, and then if you like it, we can talk. Uh, okay. Pass him some silver. I'll just hold on to that. Try, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you. All right, all right. You just come back and see me. Uh, yeah. What'd you buy, Randis? I'm uh, really not sure. Mm, let's look and see. Zebra mushrooms? Yep, you open the bag. It does like they're like white mushrooms with black stripes. Mm. Do they look familiar? Uh, give me a nature check. Hey, I'm good at that one. Yes, thirty. Okay. Uh, yeah, you've seen them before. Um, they're you know pretty safe to eat. You can actually eat them raw. Mm. Mm, I take a bite. Okay. Um, they're not very flavorful, like. They've got kind of a like natural smoky aftertaste, but at least you know eaten raw, they don't really taste like much. They, it's mostly just you know if you're into that mushroom mm-hmm. mouthfeel where it's like kind of like spongy, then you know mm-hmm. that's that's probably the biggest draw of it. Sakar yeah. takes a moment, stares into space, and says. Do you all see that? Uh, no. In the air. Do you see it? <laughs> no, you want to uh, you you give us a bluff check? <laughs> you want me to give you a bluff check? I can give you a bluff check. Sure. Uh, why do I have so many pages in my character sheet? <laughs> uh, it should be it should be right be on, on the front, front page. page. Um, I know, but I'm on the back page. Right now. <laughs> I see I see your bluff as a uh, nine on modified. <laughs> Am I modifying it? Uh, probably not for this. <laughs> <Okay>. Twenty three. 
Well, that's not bad. Check everybody. Check your insight, and if twenty-three, like your static insight or whatever it's called, <laughs> and if it beats it, then oh my one, then then feel free to be concerned about Sakar. Cat uh, um, rolls his eyes. Okay, let's uh, not any eat anymore. They're fine. No, no, that, that's they're fine. They're common mushrooms. I'll take another bite. See, no, no, uh, they're fine. Okay. Warden Duthane, you really need to work on that. Yes, they're just mushrooms. They. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll just... Trust me, you can believe me, and clearly the pink and green minotaur standing right behind you with the glowing eyes, he agrees with me. <laughs> what? Uh. Yes, no, it's... No, the... Hazard, bite his... Okay. And finish the mushroom. Okay. Uh, keep an eye on Sakar. He's fine. Oh, so, uh, how long do you think she's going to be? Hard to say. Given the amount of activity in the city, there may be quite a bit of information to convey. Mm, that's true, and considering how long she's been away. Mm, indeed. We still don't know if she has any family or other friends that she might want to check in on as well. So, mm -hmm. uh -huh. Could be some time. I suppose, yeah. Better find ways to occupy ourselves for a while. What did, uh, what did Oram prepare today? Oh, same as it always is. The nope, ice, nope, the ice. nope, you do, nope. Oh, okay. You tell me. Okay. Uh, ice stuff. Ice. Okay. This will become important when everything bursts into flame. <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, so what else do you guys do? Mm, look about for any interesting keys or devices or yeah. unusual uh, type items. Okay. Uh, do you have something, Rob? No. Just kind of same thing that Scar's doing, just wandering around looking at random. Okay. Uh, well, um, you do spot a fair amount of jade jewelry. Um, you also see... Um, like a handful of kind of luxury, like straight up magical items, like, um, like, uh, maybe feather dusters that you don't need to operate you just kind of set, get them going and they dust for you. Hmm. Um, hmm. also, um, kind of at the ritzier stalls, there is like clothing that changes color and things like that. Is there anybody selling something that can really get a good stain out? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, there's actually like a guy who's just, like just straight up an alchemist and has a bunch of uh, jars and um, vials and stuff behind him. So you can go talk to that guy. See the one shouting with the beard. Sure. 
He's got blue robes. No, he's wearing a uh, kind of a, a white, uh, sh- like white shirt and slacks, and has a uh, red vest. Ooh, schmancy! Yeah, he's got some uh, stuff clipped to the vest. Um, that they appear to be kind of these like circular uh, metal things. What are those things? Oh, on my vest? Yes. Other for measuring, and he like pulls one out, and it's like, see, it's like a like a teaspoon. Oh, neat. Oh. So, what can I do for you, my friend? Uh, just looking around. Um, what do you've got in those bottles? Oh, I have all kinds of things in these bottles. The important thing is, what do you need? And then I can make something up for you. Well, what have you got that will get stains out of the finest, finest thread in all the land? Uh, are you talking about silk or some other? Eh, silk compound? sometimes maybe a little bit better than silk, but let's start with silk. Oh, well, with silk, um, you probably want something like this, and he gets a jar out. Um, it's kind of this like clear, but from what like greenish liquid. So uh, what this does is it um, gets rid of. Uh, Essentially, it makes silk very slick, Hmm. so anything that's attached to the threads will fall through, but eventually when it dries up, the silk goes back to normal, and uh, the stains will have fallen off. Obviously, a good, you know, uh, just sort of a gentle rub with a a towel or or a cloth is is, uh, helpful, too. Mm -hmm. What happens if the stain is already, you know, already on there before you use this compound? This this should still get it. Hmm. Uh, unless it's been there for a really long time. Um, if it has, uh, there might not be anything you can do. Uh, but um, I have a deal with the stand a couple places over, and we might be able to uh, match uh, chemically match the color of the cloth and uh, essentially patch it up without... Uh, ah, seamlessly essentially cutting the the stain out replacing it and then uh creating this uh seamless um uh patch of fabric that then uh merges with the coat or hmm. whatever it is yeah fascinating it's the glory of living someplace civilized yes yes only, only in New Mawakal can you find such uh, refined alchemical techniques for everyday life. Fascinating. What have you got for cleaning hair? Oh, for cleaning hair. Sure. Um, uh, so, like an animal's hair, or like yeah, like a person's hair? human hair. I see. Uh, well, it really depends on the sort of condition of hair. Um, uh, if their hair is oily or dry, or um, we we can probably do different things, and obviously we can mix in all sorts of scents. Hmm. So I I think uh, 
you know, for a place like this, uh, we do a lot of custom work. So if I could get a sample of the hair, that would be that would be best. Mm. Well, I have to come back with that. I see. So thank you so much for your time. Oh, sure. Uh, stop by anytime, and uh, if you've got any more questions, let me know. Okay, thank you. And uh, as uh, Orem walks away, the guy just like turns right back down the the walkway and starts shouting about alchemical reagents and the importance of not smelling like soot after a day of work. And then Little Sparkle finds you guys. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi. hi. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, guys didn't get into too much trouble while I was gone, I hope? No. Uh, nothing's good. on fire. That's always the closest sign. <laughs> uh, all right, good. Well, I've got some ideas. Um, so uh, let's all talk about impersonating a construction crew, but not here. Hmm. All right. Okay. Interesting. Where shall we talk? Oh, I can find us a, you know, place with a that's pretty quiet around here that we can sit down. Excellent. Yep, you find some place. Cool. Uh, so I was able to get a lot of good information from Takiyato, and I'm hopefully going to have some more tomorrow. I say we spend the day casing. Uh, the place where we're going um, he said the so I think the best way is for us to sneak in through district 4 it's under construction and so we can probably imitate a construction crew pretty convincingly mm. and then uh, from there we should be able to at least observe district 3 see people's comings and goings um, what type of clearances or permits might we require uh, well, so we can, um, she like pulls out a form. Uh, so this is a form that shows that we're a new business. Um, so that's one way. The other way is that we could actually find a construction company and try to get ourselves hired or find a company and, uh, basically make uniforms that resemble theirs, uh, that that runs its own risks. So I'm, I'm, Tempted to just forge this, and uh, because by the time that they figure out that we're not actually a company, we'll be out of there anyways. Agreed. Also, with all due respect, I don't know that all of us are going to be able to successfully pass as construction people long enough to be hired. Yeah, fair. Well, actually, um, that might be relevant since... uh, High-end construction companies actually employ wizards and um, ah, good call. And uh, artificers, so so hey. some some <laughs> the wizards and artificers could be wizards and artificers, and Sikar could be labor, and I don't know, I could be a supervisor. supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Kaz again. I'm lumping him with wizards. I, I find our distribution somewhat lacking. <laughs> a little top-heavy, but honestly, that's probably the way things are in the high-end construction, and it would be nothing but the best for a project going on in Paca. Mm. So, 
were we to forge our own construction company, how perfect would it need to be? I mean, clearly the city is on some sort of high alert. Is there even a likelihood that we could fool them, even temporarily? I mean, I think um, what my best guess would be to... Uh, so... Uh, Tekiana was able to give me a contact of someone that is actually working on, on District 4, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, you got a contact for basically who to file your paperwork with. Okay. Uh, got it. And, oh, yeah, and also at least one company that is currently working there, yeah. Okay. Um, so um, I know a company that's currently working there, so if we want to go that way, we could try to, you know, get hired by them. If we just want to make up a new company, then we could, um, I know where we would file this paperwork. I am fairly confident that I could forge it convincingly. So um, one thing that could help is if we basically create uniforms for ourselves. Uh, I'm guessing uh, we can buy some of the basic components and Brandis can give us a little flourish. Yeah, can probably do something like that. Would a construction kind of, crew of know. five attract undue notice? Would that be too small? Would that be simply unnoticeable? Honestly, I don't know that much about construction, but I think that if it's a specialized job, I don't see why it would be a problem. We could even say that we're there on spec, that uh, the we're a new company, and that uh, we are under a... Uh, we just filed our paperwork, and that the coil wants us to take a look at some of the projects they have going on there and come up with some ideas to expedite things. Cause there's a lot of that going around. Yeah, that sounds good. We can be uh, high end uh, finishers on stuff, adding all the adornments and things. Or I would say even uh, less much of finishing as most of the buildings are pretty skeletal as, uh, as the planning phase, you know, basically, mm. We could each be supervisors of a different division from this uh, mythical new uh, construction crew, and we're here to get the lay of the land, and um, that we need to create a formal proposal for budgetary concerns and such to tell them how much it would cost for us to do the work they want. Seems plausible. Can it be done within our time frame? I'd think so. I suppose, given that we don't know what our time frame actually is, that's a speculative question at best. Well, we're not going in today because I want to wait on the information that Techyaddle can pull out of uh, Salamander Park today. So I say that um, we, we can go into District 4 today is the plan. We're definitely not going into District 3 yet. And so I think I can get the the paper forged in about the same time that we can get uniforms and uh you know, decals together, and then we can uh, we can go in. Seems workable. All right, then I'm going to find somewhere that I can work on this, and then get uh, the paperwork filed. If um, I don't know, Randis, you want to, or Ket, you want to look for like things that uh, can pass as uniforms. Sure. All right. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Okay. okay. 
So uh, go ahead and walk me through the plan. So I'm going to create a fake, basically, letter of here's our new construction company and get okay. that filed. Um, and then the idea is to create like a logo for our construction company and like some badges for our construction company with, with forgery. Um, and the idea is that we're going to go to district four, say like, like, Hey, we're this new company. The coil sent us here to, um, survey some of the projects they have going because they're looking into some subcontracting and we wanted to be able to give them a good budget estimate. Okay. And then you're going to try to put together some uh, uniforms and stuff? Yep, exactly, to make us look more official. Okay. Uh, what is your fake company going to be called? That's a very good question. The Torkel Stones. Not that. Not Um... So common, uh, as you know, uh, guilds tend to have like kind of single word evocative names. Right. Um, sometimes two word evocative names. Sure. Like Jade Serpent. Yeah, I was thinking like Iron Cobra, because I think iron sounds good for a uh, construction company. I approve. And Cobra, you know, goes with their whole... Sneaky love. Okay. I definitely approve. <laughs> you would. Iron Cobra it is. Okay, so... Um, so yeah, like maybe decals with like a little gray Cobra that can go on our uniforms. Okay. Cobra! So, Ked and Randas are going shopping and then making uniforms. Is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, uh, Does that mean uh, that Orem and Sakar get to do the uh, secret? Uh, we get to do a training mon- We get to do a training montage. I think we should go undercover and do the liaising that needs doing, because frankly, the two of us doing it would be hysterical. <laughs> so, but it also bad. does need. But it does need to be done in a timely fashion, and the way we've broken it down. I'm just saying. But in fact, it also I'm needs to be done it successfully. Burn. Hurtful. Now I'm going to suggest it in character. Your bluff checks are so bad. I'm going to suggest it in character. <laughs> Given the time constraints, I believe that Master Rivendorn and I will be able to handle the reconnoiter while the three of you are busy with yours, what, and then what, we can all return. What reconnoiter are you talking about? Well, you, we do need to see how we're going to enter District 4 and how to get through District 4 into District 3, yes? Well, yeah, but we're going to actually go to District 4 once we have our uniforms and paperwork, and that's, that's part of the whole getting through District 4. So time is no longer a factor. No, of course it's a factor, but we're all going together in our uniforms. I see. The the idea is that we all go in in the guise of this construction crew, and that way we have all our different expertise in the field. I can look for conventional traps. You can look if there's, I don't know, spy spirits around or 
Um, or and Ket and Randis can look for mechanical or magical traps. Mm-hmm. Well, then what should we do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't suppose you're good at forging paperwork. I'm certainly willing to try. Okay. That's a, uh-huh. that that's gonna be a thievery check. I'm certainly willing to try. She'll say, "Okay, well, here's uh, here's one of the badges I'm working on. If you can make a second one, go right ahead." Thievery's better than my blow. Unmodified. And uh, what's Orm gonna do? Uh, I think I'll watch this. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, Ken and Randis, where do you go? Uh, Back um, to the market? Yeah. Okay. So what, what do construction uniforms actually look like then? (laughs) 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 Should we go find a construction site? I'm going to go back into the bar that we were in or wherever it was we were. Sure. It's like a cafe. Cafe, yeah. Uh, just kind of lean over to a little sparkle. What were you thinking for uniforms? I mean, would it be appropriate to just do like a basically a jumpsuit? Uh, yeah, you can you can do it at one of several ways. The most obvious and innocuous one would be jumpsuits. Um, if you are trying to masquerade as specialists then you have a little bit more leeway if you were thinking of something specific but jumpsuits are definitely the easiest way to go okay so i guess we actually already have jumpsuits then Mm -hmm. um unless like the jumpsuits we have are uh i don't know labor specific uh they're not but um you know, it just like kind of depends if you're like thinking of something specific. Um, if not, you can probably repurpose those. Okay. The thing uh, is, if you do like sew on like little patches and stuff on them, then they can't be used as coil jumpsuits any longer. Yeah, the, then they can, yeah, exactly. So oh, fair enough. If you if if you are foreseeing the possibility of eventually masquerading as coil operatives, um, then you might want to keep. Uh, Suits that you can slap a ar- an armband around. Sure, that makes sense. All right, then yeah, I'd say get new jumpsuits, um, possibly with some of them looking a little like fancier to indicate a supervisory position. Okay. We will go look for those. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, Renison Cat. Go find some jumpsuits. Um, you find a, a stand that does, in fact, uh, sell jumpsuits, um, among other wares. Uh, it's largely kind of catered to workers. They have jumpsuits. They have, like, kind of uh, uh, face masks that are more like, you know, kind of like a surgical face mask. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as like bandanas of, of various types and uh, some goggles as well. Uh, let's get a set of jumpsuits, bandanas, and goggles. Sounds good to me. 
chance for Randus to upgrade his goggles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you want one for each member of the team? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's going to all come out to under one gold. <laughs> um, so just go ahead and spend one gold and we'll call it good there. All right. Randis, pay the lady. All right. I give her a gold. Okay. You guys have some jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. These are nice because they, they have a, uh, uh, like, mesh underarms <laughs> for maximum freshness. Mm. Fancy. Uh, so, uh, those of you that are for like uh, forging documents, uh, go ahead and give me a thievery check. Sure thing. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I have a thirty. Okay. Nice. I have a fifteen. <laughs> okay. I have a twenty-two. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, you guys are, uh, sitting around, uh, forging some documents and, uh, Little Sparkle is essentially doing the bulk of the calligraphy (laughs) and, like, signatures, um, and, uh... Sakara is working on the badges, and you know the badges just have to look like they would be badges because there's no like specific thing that people necessarily need to wear. Um, and uh, plus, I'm good at drawing snakes. Yeah, <laughs> you had so, many, so much so much practice in your high school journal. Yep, he just like he just yeah he just pulls out his like. Uh, Sure, you uh, don't need any flaming skulls. Style notebook, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. He flips through the he flips through the electric guitar section. <laughs> the um, tanks. Don't the, forget the tanks. Yeah. <laughs> the the big tanks, and the, there's the one tank that comes down on the uh, parachute from above. That tank is all the same. Right, right. <laughs> right. The guns that shoot more guns. Right. right. <laughs> the like clear, uh, like mud, like truck mud flat. Girl, um, yeah. and then eventually to all the cool snakes. Picture, picture of the diamond throne equivalent of Ozzy Osbourne, yeah, throwing the horns, yeah. literally, so, literally throwing yeah. horns. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he grows them, he pulls them off, and he chucks them. <laughs> and then um, when. Uh, when she kind of looks over, she sees that Orem has been kind of um, essentially uh, adding like filigree to the paperwork, <laughs> um, which makes it actually look extra official because it's hard to, you know, essentially there's kind of that thing going on where um, the more time that is spent doing something, the more official it, t- it tends to seem, and also the, the, the higher margin of error, so it makes it like a little bit more authentic, right? Like The, the more you screw with something, the more likely you are to mess it up, but uh, Orem does a, a pretty good job kind of touching up the documents as well, after uh, Sparkle has basically filled out all the paperwork and faked the signatures. Nice. Um, 
So uh, when you guys get back, you've got some badges and some paperwork and some jumpsuits and goggles and bandanas. All right. Not a fancy these. What what exactly were you thinking of doing with them? Mm, let's see. Uh, well, uh, she Strike wanted down some. The side. Yeah, she wanted some logos on there. So, mm-hmm. big logo that, on the back. Big, yeah, back <laughs> logo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe work one on, on the, some on patterns. Yeah. Okay. Right. So. Maybe after a couple hours, you guys have uh, five pretty functional, very official-looking jumpsuits. All right. Okay. Nice work, everyone. Let's uh, let's go do some construction. <laughs> construction. Oh, uh, I thought we were all supposed to say that together. <laughs> no. That, no. That's it not quite how it works, Orem. No. You know, I did oversee a lot of construction in the Feywild after you guys left. Ah, that's true. Uh, I, mean, I guess construction here probably wouldn't be as different as it is in the Feywild as it would be in, like, the central continent. But I guess still probably pretty different. Yeah, do you, you guys grow your buildings out of crystals here, right? All right, never mind. <laughs> um, How many crystalline buildings have you seen over here, Arm? I don't know. <laughs> How many buildings looked like they were made of crystal? I don't know. Inferior don't know. crystal. Inferior, yeah, they're all inferior crystals. <laughs> what Randa said. Probably nothing. Sakar <laughs> uh, pulls his goggles down. Ketches continues to stare at Orem. <laughs> <laughs> the secret is how you hollow them out on the inside. Hmm. I give a nod to a wink and a nod to Ket and then just walk on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, what's the plan now? I think the plan now is to head towards District 4. Okay. With goggles on. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, so first, actually, don't we have to actually turn in the papers to get, like, incorporated? Uh, no, this is something that you would turn in at, basically, Salamander Park to okay. be let in. Like, that essentially is like this corporate plaza slash choke point into the rest of the district. Alright, then yeah. Then so we'll head action. towards Salamander Park. Okay. Uh, so, this is in another um, uh, another platform and um, uh, basically, if uh, you were making some kind of noise for when you spot uh, a coil operative um, like if you had a coil operative counter it would essentially start going and then eventually just have like a continuous noise the closer you get to this platform um, yep. and eventually you see uh, basically as you walk down the, uh, the the pathway into the platform proper there is this big essentially high-rise building, like multi-tiered high-rise building with a huge uh, Salamander's Coil logo uh, emblazoned on it. Emblazoned? Yeah, emblazoned. Um, On it. um, And just 
throngs of people kind of coming in and out of that main building. Um, and there are essentially two gates at either side of it, and you see some uh, construction crews um, also coming in and out of uh, the gate to your right as you uh, walk towards it. It would seem that that emblazoned throng building is the one that we need. <laughs> uh, I will spritz myself with my fragrance of authority before we step up, because if there is ever a time for that, this is it. Um, spray. <laughs> <laughs> that is the opposite of authority. Yeah. <laughs> if there is, if there is it, no, never mind. We'll just move on. We don't want to alienate. <laughs> yeah. Drakkar Noir. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really like the smell of Axe body spray, and it makes it. I find it to be incredibly embarrassing. Yeah, so is my girlfriend. <laughs> TMI, people. <laughs> TMI. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think for our anniversary you could try and smell a little douche? <laughs> 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 oh. What I want you to do is find a guy named Trey in a trucker hat, and I want you to just sort of smell like that. Drop up on him. <laughs> try that. Spend some time like. in his wake. Trail behind him, and it should it should just cover you. At that Okay, so <laughs> I'm yeah. serious too. I'll uh, go head over to the building. Uh, okay, you uh, you'd, you'd head Dude. towards the the gate. Yeah, no, with 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 my my crew, which is the rest of you. Well, all right. Um, Once again, so subordinate roles. There's a there is a um human like full-on coil guy he's you know he's a cool jacket and um armband um looking at stuff on this little platform as like crews go in um he's got like two assistant guys kind of uh writing down notes and like handing them to him and he looks over at them and you know shouts something at them You, voice the Miz and Mast. Step up. Okay. Um, one of the assistants walks towards you. Uh, yeah, how may I help you? Uh, yes, we're here to um, check out some of the projects going on in Platform 4. Or District 4, sorry. Sure, sure. He's like, uh, check out. And he starts looking through his paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, She'll hand him the form. Yes, we were... Uh, just hired today uh we're subcontractors they asked us to basically come and provide an estimate of some of the projects that they want to have expedited uh this is unusual let me let let me get tali here he walks over to the guy on the platform and hands him the contract or the paperwork and he looks over it gets off his platform and walks over to you now what's all what's all this about then I'm a subcontractor with uh, Iron Cobra. We're here to assess some of the projects that are going on on uh, District 4 and see if we can provide an estimate to the company to expedite some of the uh, construction. I see. Uh, why don't you give me a bluff check? Absolutely. I Give me a second. I need to double check what the fragrance of authority actually does. 
I should have that written down, and yet I don't. Uh, okay, I'll look it up too and see if I can find it. Oh, no, I, I do have it written down. It's a uh, plus two power bonus on a bluff diplomacy or intimidated check for an hour. So I will. Okay. Nice. Uh, so that gives me a 44. Okay. Um, the, he looks through the paperwork. Um, his uh, One of his subordinates uh, whispers something to him. He leans in and... Um, as he's whispering, he looks like kind of exasperated, and he's like, "Yes, I know. I've I've heard of Iron Co- Cobra too. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's great." And he uh, basically takes you know one of the copies and puts them in a like a one of those like metal clipboard things, like with a full on like cover, mm-hmm. um, and uh, says, "Well, this all checks out." Just, uh, he, like, hands you a map and, um, he, uh, leans in and says, uh, okay, so here's the entrance. And, uh, which site are you guys going to be working in? Uh, is there, (laughs) that's a really good question. Um, is there, like, a map or anything that I can, like, very quickly pull a site from? Uh, he does have one, but it's not really in view. It's like in his little platform. Mm. Uh, what you guys potentially could try and do is read him to see what site he expects you to go to. Okay. Yeah, I, check. I would happily do that. And if the Insight Master Cat wants to help me out. I'm thinking G. <laughs> G. I like it. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, I have a 32. Okay. G32. Insight, right? Yep. yep. What is my insight nowadays? Other than <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> uh, 34. Okay. Um... So, uh, he holds up the map, and it's clear that there's a place where he would expect you guys to go. Um, And it's basically this thing on the uh, far north side of the plate. Um, She says the far north. Oh, right, right. That's what I figured. So uh, you have to go in through here and then go around this way because we're essentially uh, we're, we're taking out all the rocks and debris on this side um, to put in uh, the the new sewage. So uh, this this area here is perilous, um, and we uh, we had to stop construction on it right now because there's a uh, we hit some water. Um, but, uh, yep, if you just avoid it, should be okay. All right. Great. Thank you very much. No problem. And he, like, climbs up on his platform and go, uh, resumes yelling at his subordinates, and you guys are just let in. All right. Mm. I will follow the uh, instructions on the map. Okay. Um, well, so... Uh, 
this uh, platform is, like I said, it you basically enter and there's this plaza and then there's a wall behind the plaza and two gates that lead into it and the um, the districts are entirely walled off from each other and the walls are high. Um, so you can see the basically it's there are um, four districts um, and basically if you think of uh, the plaza as the first one kind of this triangle that takes out uh, think of the um, the platform as this semicircular thing um, essentially uh, like that is stuck to the uh, mountain to the side of the mountain um, so the plaza takes up a slice in the front then there is a um, uh, the the second wall is kind of perpendicular to that one but essentially forms a T with the wall so you guys are going into the district on the right um, of that wall and what you actually want is going to be um, the uh, on the left of the wall so you guys have to find a way to get up higher than the wall and this thing is essentially if you follow these instructions all the way to where you're supposed to be it's going to take you out of sight of the wall or out of sight of the of what you want got it all right well then i'll try to make like we're uh, following the directions and then find a good way place to like uh, veer off when it we don't appear to be uh, observed okay uh, once you're in everybody seems like most crews are kind of just off doing what they're doing there is some coil supervision but you can find a space and veer off and basically you are going to have to go into some uh rickety half-built structures to get closer to the wall. That is not a problem. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you guys ha find yourself in some rickety half-built structures. Um, some of these, these kind of frameworks for buildings are very tall. Like, very, very tall. Um, and uh... A little farther ahead, there's just this massive wall. Um, it is made of a gray material that appears to be um, completely smooth. And I assume what we're looking for is on the other side of that giant wall? Yeah. Hmm. Do we all need to get through it? No. But as more of us as possible that could see would be helpful. Also, I don't know that we want to just be climbing up it because it'll make us super visible to whoever's on the other side. Um, I can go through it. Wait, this really? Is probably, this is probably a little too thick for you to go through it. How do you go through something? Are you a ghost? Mm, no. I could probably get through it. How would you get through it? Uh, kind of just leaving a step sidestepping reality for a moment. 
suppose I could use a teleport to get through too. Uh, right? If you can see to the uh, other you, side. Yeah, oh yeah, you, I would not you, be able to. You yeah, from the ground because you need line of sight. Yeah. Uh, basically, both uh, Randas and Sakar probably could find a thin spot in the wall and do mm-hmm. that. The issue, of course, is then they'd be on the other side of the wall, <laughs> and that thing that they can do, I believe, only works once. Once, or uh, at least uh, No, I. Uh, so there's no return trip. Well, Randus is in a counter power, so after. Yeah, also, he just need a short rest. Yeah. Hmm. And we don't want to climb the wall. No. Um, so one thing, I mean, we could see if Guy could climb the wall and get us an idea of what's on the other side. Yeah. So that if uh, that way, if Randis does go through the wall, we know if he's walking right into a guard post. Okay. Yeah, poke the backpack. Okay. Guy comes out. Did you hear what she said? Mm, I wasn't paying attention. We need an idea as to what's on the other side of this wall. All right. Oh, do I need to be invisible, right? Probably a good idea. Okay. He turns invisible. And then he comes back and he says, uh, well, there's a lot of buildings, you know, uh, people walking around. Um, they've got those uh, big long wands that he was playing with and he points at Orem. Mm. Hmm. Uh, also, there's those tanks. So, lots of guards. Or there's, uh, they've got the weaponry that you were messing around with in the train. Mm, cool. Uh, and some of the tanks. No, not so cool. The lightning weaponry? I believe so. Unfortunate. Is there a place that we could get through that there isn't obviously people watching? Do you see anywhere we would be able to get through? Well, the wall is solid. Right. Um, I guess there might be a place where you might be able to get in if you were somehow able to climb the wall without being seen. Um... But, um, we'll say about seven stories. So, not leapable. No. no, definitely not. And not easily scalable. Right. It is, in fact, very smooth and seems to have been essentially poured. There's no, like, seams or anything to it. It is a, it is a wall that is not supposed to be crossed. Uh, and f- as far as you can see, there does not appear to be a gate. All the all the moving around seems to happen at the front. Who's watching the wall? Or like, what would... Where would people be able to see the wall from? Is this area cleared, or is there buildings? Are they uh, just the old rickety buildings that we walked through? They're not old rickety buildings, no. they're new rickety buildings. They're essentially buildings that haven't been finished. Um... And this area is, uh, there's nobody here right now. None of these rickety buildings happen to be seven stories tall? Uh, some of them are 15 stories tall. Ah. Is there a way to climb one of the buildings and use it to leap over the wall into an, another structure or something on the other side? Um, 
there are, uh, I'll take it step by step. There is a way to climb up simply by climbing them. Um, is there a way to uh, leap over to another structure only if you're willing, or only if you have some means of mitigating a lot of falling damage, or are somehow able to fly, or something like that? And it would make you very visible and audible, assuming that you, if you didn't die, that you still made a, you know, the noise of something falling down from 15 stories. What about like um, shooting a rope over? And going across on that. Well, I mean, you guys are on the ground, so you'd have to get up to be able to figure that out. Shall I climb up and see? Sure. Turn yourself invisible again? Hold on. Uh, All right. Were there talking to guy again was uh, there anybody on the other side that would be able to see the top of the wall yeah oh okay yeah there's on the other side of the wall there is one large building a bunch of smaller buildings um and it's very open so anybody who's out in uh, essentially think of it as a courtyard with a large building in the center anybody who's out in the courtyard can see the wall would the top of the building work for a line of sight teleport for the teleporter? Uh, yes, but it would be very far away. So, so too I far mean, for the range. Yeah, he'd have to. Yeah, it's only five squares, and five squares wouldn't get him from the building to the wall, even. Wow. Which also means that the leap would be lethal. Yes. Um. Because we can run up the wall with my boots. But once you're up there, you have to either find a way to hide yourself or justify your presence on the top of the wall. Yeah. Do the hats have to make you look human? You can look like anybody. Could the hats make you look like a pigeon? No. They can make you look they have to make you look humanoid. Hmm. And there's no real justification for any humanoid to be on top of the wall. Not particularly. Um. I don't suppose you have any bombs that are silent. Would seem to be something of a contradiction in terms, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, just something that could create some damage that we could come through the wall without making a big noise that would alert everyone. Does it seem to be stone, actual stone, or? Um, it it does. It it seems to be like the smoothest stone ever. Like maybe like a something that was like marble, but a lot harder. Hmm. Cast. Round, yeah. Round essentially. Thing. Basically, it's literally cast. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You've, you know, judging from the streets in the in the big cities that you've been in, it's a it's probably a similar process where you know, in your uh, ancient primitive culture, people like chop rocks and turn them into streets and walls and stuff. But these guys have a way of like just either liquefying the rocks and like pouring them into shape or doing something to them afterwards to just meld them together. 
Any resemblance to Master Rivendorn's grown buildings will remain unspoken. <laughs> oh no, gets, these are these are obviously poured, not grown. Difference. Look There's a difference. So we can't easily climb it. We can't leap it unless we're willing to heal multiple broken bones on the other side. None of us can fly. Um, probably take too long to tunnel under it. Yes. Would or presence of people in jumpsuits on the other side of the wall automatically seem to raise some type of alarm? I mean, if Warden Duthane and I can cross over, that may be our only option, and presumably once there, we could simply walk out as though we were in the wrong area. And Well, oh. definitely. Oh, go on. Say what? Oh, no, sorry. What were you, you going to say? Um, if that was the case, then you definitely want to have your coil stuff on. Uh. Mm. An option, then. Could we just get a view of the other side from one of these buildings that can actually see over the wall? Yep. Oh, well, let's do that. Why did you stop me five minutes ago when I was going to do that then? <laughs> I get fault. He didn't stop you. Yes, he did. He said, wait. That is stopping me. That is by definition. Okay, I'm done. We're good. This is a Rob's good plan. Just, Rob is just really dramatic sometimes. He was just thinking, but it like it was like he was like, "Wait, okay, <laughs> it's a trap." I just I just like I drank a lot of soda and like I just had to burp. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> uh, okay, so who's climbing up the thing? I think all of us, right? It's just it's, a building <laughs> under construction. Does there seem to be any way to? Or are there any stairwells or anything built to where you can just enter the building and? Uh, use previously yeah, but, built areas. Yeah, but not to, not to the degree that you guys want to reach. Um, you know, some of the lower floors are a little bit more structured, but then after that, it eventually just becomes these super long metal uh, supports mm-hmm. that climbing. that crisscross for a little bit, and then eventually, there's just like one side of them continues to go up. So. Basically, as you go up, it gets progressively harder. You go from ground and stairs to actually having to climb up um, stone, metal, and wood supports to actually just climbing on like thin bars of uh, uh, metal to essentially kind of like doing like the gym rope in class, mm-hmm. uh, just like where you're just climbing up a single beam if you want to get all the way up to the top. So, but climbing from the inside would theoretically attract less attention. Uh, in, in so far, uh, well, at the beginning, um, okay. eventually, because there kind of is no inside as you get to the top, right? It's just kind of basically building, right. then building skeleton, then just stray pieces of metal that go all the way to the top. So it's you know it, so, at that point being in on the inside or the outside is kind of a technicality. I mean, is it even realistic to assume that all five of us are going to be able to make such a climb? No. Um, two of yeah. us do have 
gauntlets of swimming and climbing, which give yep. us an actual climb speed. Right. So yes. those of you that have a climb speed don't even need to roll for it. You can just automatically do it. Hmm. The rest of you would have to make uh, athletics checks, um, which presumably some of you are good at. Um, you essentially can also say, well, uh, Rodrigo, we would like to spend the next three hours climbing <laughs> this building. Take 20. And then, yeah, essentially, I would let you do that Where to the point where all of you could get to a reasonable height without ever rolling a check for it, um, assuming that you're willing to just <laughs> spend a good chunk of the day getting yourself up there safely. All right, here's my idea. Okay. Uh Who's the other? Is it Orm's the other person yeah. with the gauntlets? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we don't need... We shouldn't need a super high perception to see shift changes and whatnot. In fact, insight should help out with that too, shouldn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, Orm and I can climb. Uh, get up there, observe. Uh, we Before we climb, we do the whole the telepathic bond. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we observe the shift changes, see what's going on, uh, and you three watch down here to make sure no one's coming. Uh, while we're up there, we can relay the information that we're seeing to one of you who can track it all down. Uh, probably Randis. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, the other two can, like I said, watch out, make sure that, you know, give us a warning if anybody's coming so we can get down before we're stuck up there. Um, one thing that's a possibility is that uh, it might be good to have Sparkle up there to be able to make a thievery check in case there are, you know, things that they are doing that would be of notice that someone without it might not catch, like, you know, only walking on certain steps or, like, using specific gestures. Would that fall under thievery or wouldn't that fall under perception? Um but- Figured. I think you can. I think you can spot traps with perception. Oh, okay. Spot yeah. traps okay. with perception, and yeah. I figured people making specific uh, mov- movements would be all insight. Oh yeah, that that works for me. Like people going through specific actions and consciously avoiding things would be. Yeah. Sure. Sounds like a good plan. Not lighting themselves on fire. Okay, so then Orem and Randas are climbing up. Orem and Ket. Orem and Ket are climbing up. Yes. After and we telepathic bond. Okay, so you do the ritual, then Orem and Ket go up and they observe things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone else, or they relay that, the information to Randas, who's going to compile it. <laughs> and then everybody else looks out for stray locust tanks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Seems that does that that does not set off a this is a ridiculous plan trigger, so <laughs> always good. Yeah. Like all five of us climbing up and standing up there going, What do you see? Mike? No, that 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 wasn't crazy either, uh, but it was risky. It it definitely the like let's uh let's try to like clamber all of us clamber up this wall, that kind of set it off. Like that that, that I, I would have warned you against that. <laughs> We're getting better at this. Yes. Uh, no, we're not. You guys, you guys have always been pretty good at this. Um, really, it's kind of like uh, when you play a game, you have to kind of figure out how the universe works, a.k.a. 
what your game master finds sensible. So I'm sure there are other games where the plan you just told me would be ridiculous, (laughs) but in this one, you know, it's like it's it's well within your means and your ability to do, and and it makes sense. All right. All right. So start executing then. So who wants to help Orm with Arcana? Uh, I suppose. Not it. <laughs> Finger on the nose. Whoops. Uh, let's see. All right. Ugh, 26. Well, plus whatever we get, which... Yeah. There we go. It's 22. 37. Also 26. <laughs> so plus 4. So right. yeah, so you yep. get a 30. Uh, three hours. Nice. Okay. Check, check. Can everyone hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Yeah, I can yeah. hear you. Okay, great. Then our telepathic bond is now working. All right. Even that other weird voice that I heard. Sorry. It's working. I, <laughs> I, just, I, just I, I thought it was a mic check. Yeah. No, that's all right. Um, that was clearly Guy. Well, you can include him too. That's a good idea, actually. You're welcome. Okay, guy can be included in it because it's eight people, right? Is yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Let's start climbing. Double time. Okay. And now uh, we're up high enough to see where we need to see. Yep. Uh, it wouldn't be crazy for someone else who is keeping an eye out to also climb up another structure to mm. essentially survey your own district and see if anybody's coming towards you. This cool. sounds like a job for the warden. Yep. Okay. And I was going to, once we got up there, I was going to have Guy sit on the top of the wall, invisible, and watch to make sure he doesn't see anybody like noticing us down there. Mm-hmm. Just as an extra pair of eyes looking on the other side of the wall, not trying to track everything. Sure. Okay. Um, go ahead and give me an athletics check for Sakar to get himself up there. All right. Um, he starts to climb and then has to pull off his goggles. And I have no idea how Warden Duthane uses these things. <laughs> his fascination is completely. 20! Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> wow. That's, the, that's my bonus plus the net one, which sucks. <laughs> that does suck. But um, it's an athletics check, so I can re-roll it. Uh, yeah, you get to roll two <laughs> dice. There you go. Booyaka. See, I remember my powers. How about a 29? <laughs> Much that's better. eight better. That is, that's that, is, better. that is better in that it's not an automatic fa- yes. failure. Hush now. Um. Yeah, Sakar climbs up uh, another building. Again, these building materials are like weirdly smooth, so he finds it uh, kind of unsettling, disconcerting. Yeah. Um. And uh, just for funsies, uh, why don't uh, Oram and Ket each give me a bluff check mm-hmm. to uh to be like working, fixing a building, uh, building things, uh, uh, in case somebody spots wait. them. We are a hedge. Please move along. 27. Uh, I will be using beguiling tongue on this. Oh, and I guess I get a plus two on this because I'm wearing my hat. So 29. Is it a plus two for the hat? Isn't it? No, the hat is... I think the hat might be a plus five. 
Yeah, the hat. Yeah, the hat is, is a it? plus five. It's oh, the, okay. the plus two was my perfume. Yeah. Then that's a 32 then. All right. That's so, pretty yeah, good. I'll have a lot on this. Uh, Roll it. I'm working on it. I had to figure Roll out what it all was. <laughs> you. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> I got a 24. Wow. <laughs> that, That's by the way, is with a bonus of 22. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go, team, suck roll. Oh, yeah, yes. That is. That Thank is God rough. for crazy bonuses. Yeah, but this place is very unnerving to all of us, it seems. Apparently. Yeah, it's pretty high. You're, you're pretty high up. Uh, okay, so uh, Ket and Orem make it up the wall. Um, little Ket Sparkle and Sakar keeping an eye out. Um, and Randas is presumably tucked away somewhere, uh, receiving information. Yeah, probably inside one of the buildings. Notepad, noting things down. Okay. Uh, well, uh, this uh, is going to take a while. So uh, you guys convey information to Randas and... Um, Eventually, you feel that uh, psychic connection um, go away because, go away, you know, you've been up there for a good three hours observing shifts. How many shift changes did we see? Did we see any uh, shift changes? You did. You saw one right as you were going up, um, but uh, you haven't seen another one since... Um, and uh, it wasn't a universal shift change. Uh, but uh, before we get to that, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, the layout of what you're looking at. Um, so as, uh, as Guy mentioned, uh, this is just kind of a big open uh, area um, with this massive rectangular building at the center of it. This thing is colossal. It is... Um, um, it's not necessarily the tallest thing ever. Um, it's maybe 20 stories tall, uh, but the building is really thick. Um, it's essentially... Um, how to best uh, describe it? Um, it looks basically... Think of a... Uh, like a, a slab it is like um it's kind of a uh, thick on the x axis very tall and then very thin on the z axis or so it would seem except it's so tall that um it's pretty clear that even at its on its thin side it's still um really massive you know the sort of thing where you see locust tanks walking by it and you could easily, you know, park hundreds of them on any given floor. Um, the uh, building itself is black. Uh, it's kind of this jet black. Um, the top handful of floors have some uh, red etchings on them um, along the top, and they glow in a bright red uh, kind of uh, throbbing kind of thing. Um, the buildings uh, around this that uh, oh, and essentially 
there is a platform that it's sitting on and then um, radiating outward from that platform is essentially a moat uh, full of uh, churning water. Like the water is um, just roiling and roiling and roiling. It essentially looks like rapids um, just flowing in all directions. Uh, there are bridges that connect uh, the, the, the platform that the building is in to the rest of the courtyard. Um, and then essentially if you draw a line from those bridges to uh, or outward uh, you see four different uh, large squad buildings which now that Orem and Ket are up there uh, are clearly garrisons essentially these are just enormous places uh, housing troops uh, you do see tanks um you also see on some of them that they have um, these things sticking out of them and uh, essentially these like long metal rods uh, coming out the top. And it is not crazy to think that these are potentially uh, anti-aircraft weaponry for all intents and purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not eagles. Yep. Um there are lots of troops moving around. You do see also just regular coil people walking all the way through. Um, essentially, their credentials are checked at the gate, which uh, is um, essentially, um, uh, if you remember the central or the first district that you meet, you actually walk down this long corridor with multiple checkpoints. Um, and then once you're out the other side, they check your stuff once more. Um, and then you kind of have free reign of the place. Um, nobody really bothers anybody once they're inside. Um, potentially until they get into the building. Uh, I mean, it's, it just makes sense that there would be another checkpoint inside. Um, Is that what uh, we need the rune for? Those checkpoints or... No, it really made, they really made it sound like the rune was for getting inside the actual building. Okay. So, uh, do these uh, troops and everybody that are milling around, standing around, doing formations, whatever, does it look like they're housed in this area, or is it like shifting out, like uh, massive amounts of people coming in and out during their shifts or their stays or their duty rosters or whatever? No, it... It really looks like um, anybody who is not actively patrolling the area just goes back to the garrison. And aside from a handful of troops and no tanks, you don't see anybody um, going back out through the checkpoint. Okay, so um, do we see like an entrance for large delivery vehicles that would bring be bringing food into this? thing or vehicles that would be taking out dirty laundry to be cleaned or anything like that? You do not. I wonder how they feed everybody. That's a lot of people to be feeding. Shipments could come in before we got here. True. Be nice to find out a shipment schedule. It could also potentially be magic. Yeah. Like, you guys have literally seen people conjure food out of nowhere, so that's always a possibility. It's a lot of magic. Hmm. 
could simply be brought in magically. Could be. Maybe they have a teleportation. Uh... A linked portal? Mm-hmm. There are other buildings aside from the garrisons, so... Um, but there's they... n- there's nobody's... I mean, this is like... District 4 is military compound only. Yep, pretty much. Okay. Um, other buildings could potentially be storehouses of one type or, or another. They could just have a ton of rations that they bring in, you know, once a month or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I was just making sure there or, wasn't, like, markets or something like that. No, 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 no. It is just, like, just kind of, like, guys guys with guns walking around is mostly what you see, plus a few um, of prob- probably the actual people that work inside every once in a while coming in and out. What kind of numbers are we talking about? Um, 10,000, 100,000? Uh, you you definitely see Five. easily um, at their, you know, over the time you can easily at any given point see about 500 troops on the floor plus maybe 20 locust tanks. Um, but um, the garrison seemed like they could house, you know, thousands of soldiers each. And there was how many garrisons? Two? Four. 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 One on each of the bridges. Ah, we're boned. Yeah, we're going to have to play this one extra sneaky. Or go another way in. Extra sneaky. <laughs> what? I wonder how big is that sewer system, do you think? Uh, I assume this is before the three-hour mark. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Yeah, because I just skipped right to that, so you yeah. guys can have conversations before that. And because they're telepathic, any one of you can jump in here. Yeah. We told the sewer system is flooded. Well, Randus does have plans for a submarine that he was supposed to be working on. That <laughs> <laughs> took a lot of means. <laughs> Remember, we're on a very limited time frame. Isn't there a ritual that lets us breathe water? Mm, yeah. Probably. But is there a ritual that will allow us to swim against a current? Fine. Well, we don't need to build a full submarine. We just need to build something that's big enough to get us through the sewer system. If the sewer system is indeed an open system that is just flooded. But the question then becomes, does that appraise us of anything once we're inside? Whether we enter via the sewer or we enter via the the key that we've acquired, we have the same problems once in and the same problems getting out. The numbers that we're seeing are excessive. Excessive. This is this is not a this is not a blasty thing and this is certainly not uh, anywhere near the ease that we would have when we got into the tower on uh, one of those other worlds. This is quite a bit different. This is quite a bit different than that. So the problem with the sewers is that, uh, I mean, I know the sewer can owe me a favor, but it's still so dangerous. Yeah. No, I'm just, uh, we've got to think of that as an alternative if this, if this is going to be too much because. How will it be an alternative? Well, because that way we won't have to get past all these guards and locust tanks. But we will still have to exit somehow. Best case scenario, we'll have to fight at least one Ogiev, most likely. Uh, there's also the um, 
locust tanks. The likelihood of a fight is essentially a certainty at this point. Yes, we're just trying to minimize exposure as much as possible. And again, how does entering via the sewer do that? The sewer goes straight into, straight the, into tower. the tower. And the fight upon exiting would be, be going through the, right sewer. through the sewers. Or other means. Yeah. I mean, who knows what kind of technology they have in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have a better idea about that tomorrow. Uh, Techiatl said he'd do some research for me, but he said it is not good. Mm. For us, that is. I mean, it's really good for the coil. I would assume. Yeah, the, there are so many checkpoints that we would have to get through just to get up to the tower. Yes. Now, here's hoping that the rune will help us with some of those. Well, hopefully. Uh, and hopefully our disguises are going to work as well. Um, but man, one one misstep here, and it's all over. Yeah. And that has been our situation all along. I really hesitate to once again step away from a plan that we have established simply because it seems like it's going to be dangerous. Well, what plan have we established? I still thought we were in a fact-finding mode here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We went through a great deal to get the rune, did we not? And we're still going to use the rune whether we go in through the sewers or go in through the front door. We are. Are I we? assume. I, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Rodrigo, but I thought that the rune would also possibly get you through some interior checks. It might. It'll def, It'll get you through the front door of the building. That was the guarantee. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go in through the sewers, you could potentially bypass that check. Um, potentially. But, you know, who knows if it's used multiple times, if it's essentially a badge or what, it, what exactly how it works. Mm-hmm. Definitely having it isn't ob- like isn't a bad thing. Sure. I I'm not confident in my ability to get all of us in through the front door. We can't fly in. No. Uh, it looks like they have some kind of anti-aircraft mm-hmm. uh, thing, something that would shoot you down from the sky. All of the troops are using the. Um, the lightning rods uh, that we saw on the train. And so presumably there would also be those other things that shoot the, the big round things at us from a distance. Um, um, at this point, it's how sneaky can we be? How good is our intel? How good is our forgery? Whatever that we may need. But from this initial... Uh, observation, this is what we're up against. Mm-hmm. Um, what side did Lex say his lab was on? Uh, the side facing the mountain. Side facing the mountain? Okay. Yep. So it would be the opposite side from, from where, where we're at. Looking. Great. Yep. Alright. It doesn't matter. I mean, the building is completely black anyway. You can't really see into it. But yeah. He said he was on the 13th floor? And how need ta- more information. Yeah. Yeah. You, we definitely need to talk with your friend. Yeah. And the... Um, 
I don't know. One thing, if I could get um, basically bracers, potion of invisibility, and a coil uniform and scale the wall, um, I'd be able to walk around a bit, and I'm pretty sure I could bluff my way out of anyone who is questioning why I was there. And then I'd have a bit of a better idea of what we're dealing with on the other side. Um, I mean, we've kind of given you everything that we see. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. I guess that's... No, you're, you're probably right. I... Well, here's the thing. There are other buildings um, that you guys can't see into and don't necessarily seem to have that much activity. So there might be something there. Um, it, there's also, like... You, you guys can see people interacting with actual physical paperwork. So if she could actually get in and either nab some of it or see it for, you know, anything like that. You know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that having boots on the ground would actually get you. <clears throat> like, this is a good, like, you guys, you guys are getting a lot of information from being up here. Now, I'm not saying it's necessarily a good idea because it's super risky, but... Um, the the closer you get yourselves to this building, the more information you're going to get. The hardest thing then becomes making your way back away from the building afterwards, which is you know essentially the first conversation we had with uh, Randa's time porting to the other side of the wall. Hmm. Is you know can he get back to the other side without incident, <laughs> or you know Sakar phasing yeah. through. So I don't know if Randa's if you could whip me up like a potion of invisibility real quick and if I could borrow one of those sets of bracers I have a mm. pretty I feel pretty confident that I could get myself over there and be relatively unseen if you're caught we can't help you I know and we won't even know that you need help <laughs> beyond the mass firings of guns and stuff <laughs> yes Depending but, on what it takes to brew the potion, we could send two of us over. Don't we already have invisibility potions? Did we make them? I thought uh, we I bought them. We, did we buy them? I thought right. we bought potions of invisibility and healing. I have a potion of healing in my inventory. Are you sure you're not thinking of the boot things? I, I, no. No. Yeah, I don't have anything invisibility related written down, but... I have a, a boots of elven kind. We might have looked into it. Yeah, Mr. boots of elven I, I think, kind. Yeah. I think that was what happened as you looked into it, and then you didn't. Uh, mm. You didn't end up doing it. My boots of elven uh, elven kind give me plus four items, bonus to stealth checks, and as a utility power, you may move your speed, and you are hidden, invisible, and silent during the move. Hmm. But yeah, but I guess that's um, it's a utility power daily. So it says invisible during the move, and I'm guessing that means six squares, and then yeah, I'm, that's, I'm that's visible exactly again, what it means. Yeah. and then I'm visible again. So I'm not going to get very far with that. Thinking elixir of invisibility, probably. Let's see, yeah. ring. The one probably. we would need to use the six, level sixteen one for the elixir, because mm -hmm. it lasts until the end of the encounter or until you attack. Yep. Yeah, that's what we'd need, and then. So. If we could get like two of those so that Sparkle had one and Randis had one, and Randis could just clear the wall, be invisible, and like lie in wait and kind of watch the situation while Sparkle tries to do her thing. It's 1,800. 
So you you actually have the formula price. for this, or or this is to buy the formula? Uh, that's just to uh, make an elixir of invisibility. So, or is just... this a formula you have? Mm, don't know. Don't know. Unless it's yeah. uh, if it's a brew potion situation, then that's mm. fine. If it's an alchemical formula, then you actually need to go home and workshop it and like make it. Uh, consumable elixir. Not seeing any alchemical tags, but uh, yep, brew potion. But... You create a common potion or elixir of your level or lower. The ritual's mm-hmm. component cost is equal to the price of the potion of elixir. So yeah, if you okay. have brew potion, you can do it. All right. So, how long does that root potion? Uh, one hour, I think, regardless yeah. of what you're doing. Okay. So, 1800 a pop? Yep. Sure. So, I could do... Spot me a bit of residuum. I could do two of them. Oh, sure. We've got plenty of that. Uh, We've got 40,000, or 43... 32 minus 30. 3,200, you said? 780. I'm checking. Uh, 31. 36. 36. Okay, we can do that. All right. So, Rennes is going to sit around and brew some stuff? For a couple of hours. Okay. So, I figure what can this can potentially come at the end of those three hours. Everybody uh, can regroup. Potentially, you can cast your spell again and maybe... Um, or your ritual again for psychic communication and then uh, essentially get back into position. Okay, I can do that. And uh, who's given over their bracers of... Uh... I will actually give her my boots. Okay. Oh, yeah, the boots. Oh, boy, that was great. 25. <laughs> I got a 37. Okay. So that's well, 27. That's... So we're still at three hours. That's that's all right. Um I'll I'll let you guys just do the rest of the scene. Uh, just pay for it, and uh, I'll I'll give you this one on the house since uh, <laughs> it doesn't really do as much good dramatically to 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 limit you in this for this particular thing. Okay, so we're all linked up, and uh, I guess before we do this, we should t- probably take a break and uh, see what happens next time. On Critical, critical hit. hit. See, Matthew knows what's going on. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for downloading and listening. And uh, until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC. Visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there. 